Yeah, what's up with it? Do it cause I love it and I stuck with it We ain't with the sub and in the cut with it Please none of the talks, I heard enough of it Like, what you gonna do? Where you at? Who you with? You ain't really about this, don't talk about it Really on the move, on the map, never slip Keep your hands to your lips, don't talk about it Real eyes, real lies, real lies All the time, stand on it If we said it, we don't walk around it Loose lips, ink ships, red cup, blue strips New phone, who this? No, we don't allow it Really on go, I don't know It's an off day, now we on road Keep us smoking in the hallway now we got What's up, what's up everybody Thank y'all for tuning in on this awesome Friday It's always awesome when I don't have to go to work tomorrow <laughs> We in here uh, Of course, we, we got the, the crew in the building tonight Lord, uh, I don't know what that other one is he, he, You okay tonight? You look a little dazed did you just wake up? D-A- Which one? You got to call somebody's name. D-A- I'm glad you said that. I'm, thank you. Because, bro, <laughs> your eyes look like they like this. You just like, you all right? Who? You. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good. Shit, I'm always good. Hey, anytime that I'm <laughs> 10 toes down versus 10 toes up, shit, I'm good. Okay, just checking, thanks, just thanks. checking. All right. As y'all see, we got DA in the building tonight. What it do? What it be like? It's your boy DA. You you messed that up every single damn time. That's no, because I keep it fresh. I don't be having the same thing because I don't want nobody sitting in the crowd type way. Hey, he be, he finna do that thing. He finna do that thing. So I just keep it fresh. So you said the same thing, but missed the line like you forgot. But we gonna leave it at no, that. No, I forget it. Okay. Did it on purpose. On purpose. Okay, got you. All right, and we got DJ. What's going on, y'all? What up? What up, my people? It is what it is. All right, you you look all you, you, you wearing them down what? today. I need to put my glasses on. You might, cause you can't. Can you... <laughs> okay, see that's how I know you can see, cause you start smiling as soon as they got. Right, right, right. Uh, I be trying to look cool with a mouth. All right, yeah. that's what's up. So what we have. Cool? I'm trying to see. <laughs> well, that where yours at? You know what? I lost. I lost. Oh Jesus! Yeah. So mm. we gonna we gonna table that conversation for later. Okay. We well, yeah we gonna leave that alone. Do do we need to? Yeah, you can, you can see. Yeah, y'all yeah. might need to pray. We pray that I find them. Oh Lord! All right, fix it, Jesus. All right. So tonight we have a awesome show. I am super duper excited about this episode. And I definitely believe that it's definitely relatable to a lot of us. Or, you know, it's some of us that 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 need some insight and some direction on where to go. So we hope that we are able to drop some tidbits into your life to have you navigate this journey. So we are going to bring our guests up tonight. First, we have T, baby. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, T, baby? Hey, hey. Hey, good to see you. Definitely. Thank you for joining us tonight. And then we have Wilkerson on tonight. Hey, hey. How's everybody? What's up, my brother? I'm well, I'm well. Wow, wow. Why why Wilkinson sound like he got his uh, his R and B Casanova voice on? I was about to say that it sounded like a quiet song. That's his everyday voice. Probably the same reason why he got his camera off. If I don't have to uh, 
If I don't have to be active, I don't. I don't, I don't have to use the active voice, but I'm just trying to relax. I'm trying to reserve my energy. <laughs> I'm like, he about to say tune in later on. Hey, he should do the commercial. He should do right? Because he got that voice, Tony. Yeah, he should do a commercial for us. Hmm. What what commercial is that? What's the words? We'll we'll What's talk we'll talk later. We'll talk later. Who is that? Inbox star blowing up. Who is yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I'm a little thing. Why he talking? <laughs> <laughs> real for real. Mad at all. They'll be they'll be mad as hell. That ain't how his voice sounds for real. <laughs> and it is right. That part. That part. I'm talking about oh mine. I'm talking about me. Hey, he in real life. That ain't that ain't your voice. You see. <laughs> <laughs> they will do it. They will do it. They, they, yeah, they very much. They will. They definitely will. I start lying. I had Corona. I had COVID. Not Rona. Right. Not you know Rona. nowadays they give anybody COVID and Rona, so they be like, you got that? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't cough. You can't sneeze. Everybody already started looking at you. Got the vid. <laughs> yeah. Yep. A little thing. A little, little sniffly nose. Hey, sore throat. Hey, back up. Mm-hmm. Got the vid. Definitely. Anything is going down. So um, tonight's topic, um, we peeped out, I peeped out a live that DJ had a, a, about two weeks ago. So this topic hit home, and I love the the everything that uh, T Baby and Wilkerson said. So it was like, yeah, we gotta have this topic. We definitely have them on. So tonight we're talking about being blended, becoming blended. Um, this is that topic of you know you dating somebody that got kids, or you got kids dating somebody that don't have kids, or vice versa. You know this that's a journey in itself. Somewhere lurking is <laughs> yes, somebody, Lord. baby mama, baby daddy, that don't like it, or you got the children don't like this part. The children, some somebody ain't liking it because everybody ain't, ain't gonna always be in agreement. And then you got those other challenges um, of when when the marriage part comes in is you know somebody be praying on downfall and be like, oh, and it, it get heated when the marriage kick in. So we got these different variables. Or, you know, if you was one of them kids that, you know, your parents, you was in that situation, your parents married somebody else, you know, that that thing. So it's so many different variables variables to the the being becoming a blended family. And a lot of people don't know how to navigate it. You just be like, oh shit, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to feed it, water it? That part. <laughs> Right. <laughs> what I'm gonna do it. So we we want to talk about it and definitely give some some different perspectives and what our situations are because you know we be pretty transparent around here about what our experiences and stuff has been. So uh, DJ, because Yo. you this started, I'm gonna say with you. I'm gonna let you go ahead and pop off with the with the first question. Well, as I was listening right to you mm-hmm. talk just now. The first thing that popped in my mind, is it more difficult when you're dealing with children 
when you're becoming blended or when you're dealing with parents and like other family, the in-laws, when you're becoming blended? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why is because it's a difference when you're dealing with children as opposed to when you're dealing with um, you know, the parents because you want to be respectful, but you gotta remember I'm a grown man, you know. So uh what do y'all think about that? Because that's part of becoming blended, huh? I don't, so, I don't think it's oh who was going? I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about yeah, nobody. Um, I was going to say for me, when I got married and I'm divorced now, um, the other parent was, it was rough dealing with the other parent. Um, so after our, after we got married, um, the, the two children came to live with us. Um, the, the mom was kind of like, you know. You, you got a wife now, you can have them. Like, it was that type of thing. Um, so they came to, you know, we went down, picked them up, they came with us. And I can remember she called um, my bonus daughter, um, my daughter. She called her one day and I could hear her saying, no, no, she's, she's nice. She's, it's not like that. Like, but she's talking about me. So she comes in my room and she says, my mom wants to talk to you. Uh-oh. And so I was like, okay. So I get on the phone. I say, hello. She says, um, first, I want to let you know that do not put your hands on my kids. You cannot spank them. You cannot. Da-. So she starts going through all this stuff and I listen to her. And then she says, you know, my ex-husband's name. And she says, I just want to let you know, me and him will always have a special relationship. We gonna always. And so I said, okay. I I said, you're you're done? And she said, yeah. I said, okay. I said, first off, any child that's in this house is going to be disciplined by me. First off, um, I'm the mother of this house. So they will get disciplined by me. Whatever that discipline whatever's fitting for whatever has been done, that's what's going to happen in this house. I said, and next, you've seen me and I've seen you. So why would I ever have a problem? I said, you want to talk to me about a man that never said, will you go to the store with me? So now you have an issue with me because he's married me. um, And you want to try to say y'all have a special relationship. I said, it's clear to everybody, y'all don't even like each other. <laughs> so I, I'm not even going to go that route. I said, I realize what you're trying to do, but I don't I don't welcome mess into my household. Um, and don't talk to me through the kids. You have my phone number. So I made on. sure that the other parent had my phone number. I didn't play the have her call me game. Because now you're trying to involve a child in something that has to deal with adults. So I told her, you have my phone number. And if you don't have it, at the end of this call, I will text you my number. You contact me directly if there's a problem, but don't go through the kids. So for me, it's the other parent and not the kids. A lot of times that becomes the problem. Mm -hmm. They start meddling with the kids to try to create an issue. 
but it's uh, it for me. It's just always that other parent. And that's what yeah, yeah. What you got, my brother? That's what I was gonna say. It's like nine times out of ten, it's the kids. It's not the kids, but it's what the parent is saying to the kid. Like mm-hmm. they yeasting, they yeasting the child up to like, oh, they trying to replace your mama and all. They gonna treat you like this and that's and, and the kid. I mean. That's their biological mother or father, so they're gonna believe what they say, and then they're gonna have an attitude towards you or that person, and you're gonna feel some kind of way because you like are you in my house and you talk you trying to get brody with me? No, nah, this ain't how it's gonna go. So I think it's 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 more difficult with the other parent, and um as far as the somebody mentioned earlier, the in-laws, what the fuck they gotta do with it. Like, like, I mean, well, it just depends on the relationship that the person you're with has with her or his parents. It's a, it's a, okay, we are. We, I mean, go ahead. I'm gonna say we a whole bunch. We a whole bunch of spiritual motherfuckers until it's time to be spiritual. When the Bible, the Bible said, when two come together, what they leave their house, right? They leave their parents' house and become one, right? Well, so something they, right, man. I, I hear you paraphrase. It doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the Bible. <laughs> yeah. That's the Saint Leroy Bible. <laughs> Saint Leroy. Hey, oh my God! Um, yeah. Let me let me get what I'm saying though. So they shouldn't have they shouldn't have no say so in the household. I agree. And like you and you get sometimes you gotta you gotta. I've been in this situation. You gotta squash that shit. You gotta be like, look, hey, I'm glad you raised this individual. I'm glad y'all did y'all did a wonderful job. But now it's my time. So all that extra y'all y'all you doing? No. Okay, so I'm gonna come back to that in, in just a second. What's going on, Wilkerson? My brother. Well, um, for me with this topic, when I um when I approach my ex-wife in the whole and in, in dating, um, she had two children, two small children, uh, uh four and seven. So you can imagine the thought process that most people will have going into this relationship and the father is around. So after a while of dating and once I've realized that I was going to marry her, I did something that caught him off guard. I called him and said, hey, let's go out to lunch. We need to talk. Hmm. And we sat down and talked. And I said, listen, I got to have power and rule in my house and discipline. How are we going to do this? Because if they're punished at my house, he said, he said, they punished at my house. He said, the only thing I ask is that you don't put your hands on them. I'll take care of that. I said, that's fine. I said, but listen, when children know that they like to play this game. So how are we really going to play that? Because then you are telling me how to run my house and I'm not going to have that. So what is the compromise here that we need to do? Because my authority reaches not just in my home, but down to your home. If you're telling me that if I punish them there, then they're punished at your house. And we sat down and we talked, we went back and forth. Uh, My ex, well, she's my ex-wife. When I got ready to leave the situation, he said, bro, I hate to see you go. He said, damn, I got to deal with her again. We were hoping. I, no, no lie. No lie. You. 
no lie. And he said, man, I ain't got nothing but respect. He said, I never thought, he said, I, want, I knew that I needed to be cordial, whatever, whoever she decided to be with, because they're in the house of my children. But I didn't think it was going to go as smooth as it did. And I think if we approach the situation properly and give it deep enough thought, because when you're blending something, there are a lot of components that there's going to still be some other ingredients, right? There's going to be a lot of ingredients. And you talk about thing. We in the kitchen. Now, um, there are a lot of ingredients that goes into that particular blend, that particular blend, because you got to understand where the children feel in this position, where, you know, especially if their parents were living together, and then now this new person is coming in the house. So they had a whole different lifestyle or a way of living that has been interrupted. They have some issues and trauma or whatever that they're dealing with on just for that. Now this new change is coming in because both either one or both parents have a new person coming in. And then if you're bringing in your own children, there is another separate. It's not all in one. It's not all in one. When you make a salad, you build the salad. You don't just have all the ingredients there. You layer that thing. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So you, you yeah. did some some people like to season it after they get finished with it. But you know, that's that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so so understanding if we for me, as I even then and as I date now, this is what I'm looking at. Um when I come into the situation. I need to know who your child's father is. And if he's still around and active, I need to meet him. Now, if you tell me, oh, no, nah, I don't think that's a good idea. Listen, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be around for too long. Cause I'm not going to ask you again, because you're not going to make my life miserable. Be based on a decision that you want to make. I will listen. Don't get me wrong. I will listen to your reasoning at the end of the day. But sometimes even as men, as adults, I'm going to put it this way. For me, I could not allow her to control the narrative of what I was going to think about this man. Because the way I came up and where I come from, there's been a lot of narrative that was created about the other person. And people have made their own conclusions based upon the one-sided narrative. And there was hostility and or a situation where somebody is no longer here with us, either by grave or to jail. And if you and when I sat down and I talked to this young man, she was not the villain that she mm. portrayed him to be. Mm. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that they. I'm not saying that she didn't have some points about their relate. I didn't care about their relationship because I'm here now. But to the extent of keeping me from communicating with him. That's what I did not agree with because mm -hmm. that could have fueled what I didn't like was because watch this. If we go into those situations, continue to go in situations like this, you won't have narratives like what T baby just said, because that person gets to control the narrative and say what they want to say and plant the seed in that child's mind on what's going on. This man was so for his child, his children's development and just coming up, you you understand what I'm saying? Um, she was she had said she had said some things about their dad that I helped them to see another perspective and a broader picture of even what he was trying to teach and pour into his children from his perspective.
So I just think a lot of times it's how we approach all situations. And to the in-laws, we are supposed to be cleaving whole to the one to another, like the brother just said up there. Yeah, it ain't none of your business. At the end of the day, if you're not pushing me towards that, that my spouse, shut up. It's just, it's just case in point. Just shut up. You, I'm a little bit different. Say that I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, if if you're not doing that, if you're not trying to help a couple stay together, whatever phase that they're in at that point, you you just need to shut up at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little different, man. Um, and I've been on both sides of it, right? So when my um, ex-wife remarried, um, ironically, I knew the guy that she married. Um, but in this case in point, because I knew him and I knew her, and you know, when she knows me, the only thing I told her, as far as my daughter, because my, my daughter was about eight years old at the time, about eight or nine. Um, I told her, I don't mind, you know, I know kids are gonna get in trouble. So if he has to spank her, I don't have an issue. However, you know me. And if he goes overboard, anything out of pocket, anything other than that spanking that's on her behind, then then I'm gonna show up. Like, I mean, I know how kids are, and if he's paying the bills, you know, that's his household. He took on that responsibility. So if that's what it takes, then all right. But anything other than it being what it should be, then I'm going to have an issue. And the only reason why is because being on the flip side of that, when I was remarried, um, my ex-wife had kids from another man, Right. And I had a con, you know, uh, him and I had each other's phone number. He would, you know, text me, if, you know, if if the kids needed something or whatever. But I always, I was just mindful, be, be because I know how it is being on both sides. So even so, you know, even like just um, spanking the kids, like I would discipline the boys, but when it came to her daughter. I, I mostly let her mother deal with her just because I know that's a fine line, you know, but that's just me. TK, what you think? Um, for me, I, I've really never been technically in that situation. Um, usually the people that I dated, um, didn't have kids. I was the one that had kids. Um, and for the most part, my daughter was that child that I was had while in relationships. Um, I didn't have a problem with the discipline and um, or anything right now, anything like that. Um, we all had to understand it. Her father was not active. Um, he was one of them, yeah, absent, uh, absently present. So with the people that I was with, um, they were allowed to discipline her. But we had the discussion and they were not comfortable, of course spanking her or anything like that yeah. which i don't have a problem with because she wasn't that kind of child you my, my daughter was one of them you could say something to her and she she got a mountain of tears so you didn't have to go to that level because i really hadn't had, didn't have to go to that level to discipline her by spanking her if she went that level she was showing her behind and she had to get a spanking and that was few and far between so um we never had that so if he said hey no you can't have that okay that that what it is don't come back don't come back, pedal, and then come ask me because he said no. We we didn't we didn't do that either. So um, 
like I said, I haven't had to experience that. So in the present situation, um, the relationship that I'm currently in, we both have kids. So uh, we haven't run into any issues on that level as of yet. Um, <laughs> so hopefully there won't be, because um, I know that I'm I'm known on those sides because you know they get Christmas presents, um, birthday presents, or whatever purchases, or just because gifts that I buy for them. So I, I know that I am known in this. I've been in the conversation. So, uh, but we haven't, as far as me and their mothers, we have not formally met. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Any other questions? Would you did you want to ask a question, T? Or no. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, um, I'm gonna let DA had a next question. Okay. See, I see it. I ain't nobody question, but I had a, I had a comment like like I like um how the OG said he 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 had a conversation with the father because a lot of times in the situation it's always the man getting the getting the pick the painted the bad picture it's all it's like oh my my ex was this this and this and this and then when you meet him you like him like for yeah and then your whole world and it's not even just that it's just including with the kids too like they start like looking at the main parent that they live with funny because now they don't put themselves in the hole as being a liar they don't paint a picture okay my mom said all this about him and it's not true my mom said all this my dad said all this about her and it's not true what the hell what's really going on like yeah, um, but back to my initial point was saying, like, we as men need to do that more often than not. Like, especially in in the dating scene when you dating somebody who has kids, and they, regardless if he locked up, whatever, 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 it's just to get him that respect. Like, hey, I'm gonna be around your seat, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm gonna be around your seat, period. And like, like. Mom, I wish in my with my son and his mom and her, whatever he is, I wish I'd have had the maturity to do that. But I didn't. I shouldn't say I didn't. The way I came off kind of few put few uh gas on the fire because when I met him, I was like, okay, cool. I said, but I'm gonna tell you this. I said, anything happened to my child, I'm burning this bitch down, coming for you. And that was that was a whole conversation. Hmm. And now looking back at it, I understand why there was friction between me and him from that point on. Mm. Because uh I came at him like, well, I disrespected him in that avenue, in that point. And like it wasn't nothing ill towards him. It was just like that's how I felt about my child. Yeah. So I think the important thing about that is we gotta understand that not all children, but sometimes the kids can be manipulative, right? So if the if any sign that the kid can kind of play the parents, then you know that that may happen. You know, T baby. It's not the not... kids, the adults too. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you know. 
Like, let's let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep it a hundred. Like you, one house. Oh, I got a PlayStation Five. Oh, your mama bought you a PlayStation Five. Let's go get you that Xbox and a new TV. And yeah, but what I mean when I say manipulative is play the parents against each other. Yeah. So if, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, that communication is not there. If I don't have a relationship with the father, then that's a gap, you know, and yeah. it's just an area for that wedge to grow. That's kind of what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, no, T-Baby, I got, what do you think about that? So with my, I have two, two daughters. So with my oldest daughter, her father was an, an absentee parent. Um, it, the relationship was only the relationship because um, I kept her in the loop. I would, you know, I kept in touch with great grandparents and grandparents and aunts and uncles. And, you know, I would find out, you know, through a family member that there was something going on and I would show up with her because I was just trying to make sure that you know, she had that relationship. I understand the importance of father-daughter relationships. Um, I'm a daddy's girl. So I, I understand, you know, uh, little girls sometimes go out in the world and they look for their dad. Mm. And I didn't want that for my daughter. So I tried to develop, you know, that type of relationship for them. Um, but I think at the time he was so angry with me and our situation was so toxic because it was a domestic violence relationship oh, wow. because of the nature of that there was it was oil and water you know um and even when i got to the point where i just didn't care anymore i was just like but you know, a daughter it was still that type of issue what i think i had to hold on to and what sometimes when you are the mother coming into another situation. And then when I got married, um, not properly vetting who I'd married mm. and then being in a marriage that was not functional. Okay. Um, my, my oldest daughter ended up not having a father figure period mm. outside of my dad, which is her grandpa. Um, because of how her biological father was and his level of dysfunction. And then my marriage and, and the level of just instability from my ex-husband. And it took me a long time just to kind of wrap my head around it and understand and really to take the accountability because you know, they're two separate people, right? But the common denominator between those two separate people is me. Yes. And, and I picked them both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can't say, well, okay, this one was like that because X, Y, and Z. And then this one came over here and he's this, 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 because the common denominator in the middle of both of the, the, the relationships is me. So there was something in me that picked them both. And so I had to own that to my child and be like, I, wow. I did not pick the best. I am sorry because I thought that this person over here was going to be better than what I had over here. And although he wasn't abusive and he wasn't doing all this to me, the financial stuff 
was almost just as bad. Mm, and, and, and the, you know, from the financial stuff and the affairs, all of that stuff was almost just as bad as the physical abuse that I had put up with. So she, she grew up in a dynamic of watching both sides of the coin. And so I think that there is that dynamic in it too, when it comes to um, trying to date as a single parent and trying to blend these families is that sometimes for us as the um, primary parent, custodial yeah. parent, right? Yeah. We have to be mindful of who we pick um, because we're trying, sometimes we're trying to pull our children out of a bad situation. We end up pulling them into a worse situation um, or one that's me. equally as bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so and with my bonus, my bonus kids, their mother was painted in a certain light to me. And although me and her never, we never got along. Like we were never cool. It was never going to be like, let's sit down and talk and kumbaya. It wasn't. <laughs> she had whatever her issue was with me. And I accepted that. And and I I always took the position, if you knocking, I'm bucking. Like just, that was me. It was just like, hey, we can do this however you want to do this. Um, but it took for me after my divorce and really sitting down and realizing that her fire and her anger towards me was really fueled by the hurt and disappointment from him. Mm. And I took three years after my divorce of just like therapy because I could have ended up like that. And then our kids, because my, my bonus kids, those are my kids still, yeah. they would have gotten to see all of that. So there is a, a part of, of that, that blend that ties into even when that cord is broken there, we have to watch how that happens. Yeah. And you actually uh, tapped into my next question because I was going to ask Wilkerson MBA specifically. And the reason why, because it's different when you're not the custodial parent yeah. you know? and, and most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, men, we're not the custodial parent when the relationship ends. So going into a relationship with someone and she's the custodian parent, right? Um, because we've all been there, but is there any like like tools or nuggets? Like, like you know what I'm saying? How does that look, man? How does that work? Like, like what did y'all do to kind of smooth it over in that situation? Wilkerson? What do you mean? Well, I did mother daughter days well, with my with the girls. Yeah, that was the one thing right. that I did. I did yeah, the mother daughter right. days, that's, and that's... where I would take just the girls, and I wouldn't take my baby mm. um, at first because I have a younger daughter with my ex husband. Um, I would take the older girls, so the teenagers, and they are now twenty eight and twenty seven. I would take them out. We would go get our nails done. We go get our hair done. We would do little things together because I was trying to create a bond and and a sense of unity for them. Um, my bonus son used to like when I cooked. So he would always come in the kitchen. He didn't want to ask questions. Why do you put seasoning in the flour? Why you got it? He, he had all those questions. He just wanted to know. And so I would sit there and talk to him and explain all this stuff to him. 
And I called him the cupcake bandit because I would always make dessert after I would cook. And so it would always be a trail of crumbs from the kitchen to his room. And it would always be like cupcakes missing. And I'd be like, somebody got up at night and ate cupcakes. You know who did it? And he'd be like, no. And so I would talk to him and I was like, I don't care if you eat the cupcakes. Like I make them for you guys. So if you want a cupcake, you can eat the cupcakes. I, I really don't care. But it was a different dynamic for him because I think he he thought that I was going to be one way and then came into my household or our household. And it was a different dynamic because I'm a very loving mom. I'm going to hug on you. I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to do all that. I'm going to tell you I love you. I'm a joke. That's going to be me. And so it was a different dynamic, but I wanted to have this cohesion. I wanted it to be like, you know, like a soup where you have all these different, you know, vegetables and everything in there, but it all blends together to make this beautiful soup. That's how I wanted my household to be. So, yeah. Wilkerson, DA, what do y'all want to tap in? Structure the question for me again. Um, like so, so when I say smooth it over, basically just cultivate the relationship with the uh, children, child or children. Mm. Okay. Yeah, like is there anything in particular that you've done uh, going I, into a situation? Go ahead. Uh, I'm. I was just me. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's the best way I could put that. Those exactly. Children, my children did not like me. I I remind them. Often I, I had did something, they had done something or we had a, they didn't agree with me about something. And I remember um, my son, when he was in his room, I was sitting in the living room watching TV. And then his sister went, you know, she snuck across the hall to go in there and to talk to him or whatever. And they were in there talking. And he said, they said um, you know, his nappy head ass get on my damn nerves. <laughs> I, I bust out laughing. And they were in there having a whole conversation. And I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything at all. And I'm going to tie in the parent to the, at the end of the story, too. And so, I, first of all, I was in the living room cracking up, <laughs> laughing. Let me tell you why. And for me, a little, another little background. So I'm raised by my grandparents. I'm raised by my father's father. So my mom and my dad both checked out, right, mm -hmm. very early. I was raised by them from five years old. So in a sense, my grandparents were my step-parents. Mm -hmm. Okay? This is my coming up at, from my view. I remember calling my grandfather all kinds of bald head motherfuckers to my <laughs> and so so you know I was able as for me I was able to take the meat of what my grandparents did and in my own experience because see they didn't notice about me yet. I understood your parents not being who you felt like they should be to you yeah. from their perspective because I never got rid of that because I became an adult. I always tell my story from coming up from my childhood as the child, 
even though the adults made the decisions that they felt as though was great and full of the circumstances that they were dealing with. But like I told my father one day, I said, I don't care what you were trying to do and what you felt like it was best. This is how that decision affected me mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah. You can't change my interpretation and the impact that it had on my life. And none of y'all ever asked me or cared to ask me. I was told what to do. I was told how it was going to be. And I dealt with it. I'm grown now. You can't tell me shit. That's <laughs> man. You, you understand? So I led from that perspective to those with those children. Okay. And they finally admitted I couldn't stand you. My daughter um, last year called me out of the blue and said, hey, what was those words that you always used to tell me? And I asked her why. She said, I'm getting a new tattoo and I want to tat them on my arm. Oh, wow. My son, when I went to his graduation, his father walked up to me. He said, man, I didn't know you were coming. I'm glad you came because it had not been for you neither one of my children would have crossed the stage. Wow, that's amazing. You're just as important. as a, you, you understand what I'm saying? So I, I, I think a lot of times, if we really look at this blended situation, take your position in the village. Mm-hmm. You can't come in and tell me. Because, uh, like, like, hey, and if that's what you want to say, that's fine. I wouldn't have had a problem with you, my, my guy. If you just said, you know, whatever you said, you, you want to beat your chest, I'm coming into the relationship... I done left a lot of women because of the baby, something slick that the baby father said. And I didn't tell her I was going to go talk to him. I'm a, I didn't tell you I was coming to talk. I pulled you up by, by yourself as a man. Look, let's talk. You know what I mean? Because to me, it's mano a mano. Testosterone is dead. Ain't nothing but testosterone, space, and opportunity right yeah. now. Now, either we going to do you know either we're gonna go that route or that route but the, guess what that's also the deciding factor on how i navigate everything um too even if i'm gonna deal with this young lady or, or i'm not but when it came down to the children that's the only way i knew how to connect with them and they didn't see it because my grandfather had a very rigid way of i mean this man beat on the table banged the wall kick stuff but he wasn't but but the one thing I, he never hit me Mm. but it got my attention and I would listen to what he said. My eyes got real big. My heart was beating out my chest. I'm like, why is this man acting like this? But I heard everything that he said. And some of those words that he, that he, in terms that he used, I understand them today and I, and they were effective enough. My children actually said this to me. They said, you know, we watch what mom did to you. You didn't do anything wrong. We now understand what happened between her and our father because we were old enough to comprehend what happened as we watched her do the same thing to you. Because we could only hear the stories about what happened to our dad from her, from what she said happened. So the best thing I can say is connect with the child from whatever happened and whatever you're healed from. Because if I wasn't healed, I would have, I would have been, I would have been damaging instead of being, you know, I'd have been at a disadvantage to the children instead of to, to an advantage. 
which allow me to think from the perspective that I think to enter into a situation with when there's children involved the way that I do, even when there's not children, we got to approach it the same way. And see, and that's the reason why I asked that question, because I'm looking at the comments and I know some of the people in here and I know what they're going into. Where the comments? So, I don't even see the comments. So even um, as women, like I think they need to hear that as well. Like, cause sometimes like she may just have to take a step back, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm asking these questions intentionally, you know, because I'm paying attention. DA, what's up, my brother? You want to comment on that? <laughs> Man, y'all shit sound like goddamn Lifetime stories and after school <laughs> specials. Y'all got good, man. I ain't had none of that shit. Like, man. Look, my I was raised working with my grandparents. They did the best the best they could with what they had. Um, so a lot of the shit that I, I did with my son, I had to do. I had to figure it out. Like like I always say, I, was, I had to build a car while driving. So I'm like, shit, how can I be a father when I never had a father? How can I, what can I pass on to him where he won't make the same mistakes that I made? And so it's like but like wilkinson said it's just i had to be me i had I, I tell him all the time i was like half the shit that i'm telling you i've learned from experience half like the things that i went through i'm telling you this so you don't have to go through it i'm telling you this because nobody had these conversations with me so you can kind of say i'm i'm leading by figuring it out at the same time Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cause yeah, 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 that shit. Nah, my my grandfather and God rest his soul. He did. He was he was a silent, a silent type. You knew when you fucked up when he spoke to you. <laughs> when he said something to you, you were like, God damn. And me, it's funny because me and my sister were talking about that the other day. Like we could took we could take all the ass whoopings we wanted, <laughs> but the moment he, that man said something. You would think you would think Jesus himself slapped us. We'd be sitting there crying, snotting, and everything. But that's how that's how we grew up. Like my and it, it to add to the the picture I'm painting about myself. I I'm forty something years old, fifty, <laughs> and so I'm I'm finding out shit about my father, biological father, and his side of the family, the men on his side of the family, and I'm just like, fuck no, I'm not finna do this. So, when it comes to dealing with other people's kids, I put, I try to put myself in that situation. And all I could do is say, hey, I'm me, this is me. I, I, this is what I know, this is what I don't know. If I don't know it, I'll try to find out I'm gonna give you my opinion and let you do it do with it. Like do it, do with it what you will. Because at the end of the day, I'm just like you. Shit, I'm trying to figure this shit out too. Yeah. TK, yeah. talk to us. Lovely host. Or was it say beautiful host or something? <laughs> you being funny. Yeah. What was the question again? I I got caught in everybody else. So as far as like um when we are meeting the kids, right? I was asking the men in general, but I wanted everybody to listen and chime in. Like, what are some areas to help, like, uh, cultivate that relationship with the children, child, children, 
or uh, someone is going to meet your, you know, um, kids, uh, son. Cool. Um, for me, as as of course having step parents, um, my approach my approach is different from how things were with me. Um, I'm not pushy. I'm not trying to force myself into a situation to believe things should handle happen organically. Um, but creating that open um, environment of mm. being able to be approached. Um, so in, in that space, you know, depending what the other person's prior history was, you know, they may be like, damn, shit, uh, another one. I know this one gonna be around. Oh, uh, gotcha. You don't wanna you don't wanna open up to that person because you like you don't know how long they're gonna be there. And I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So you 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 know, kids tend to be a little like mm, they're apprehensive, mm, huh? You know, they tend to be a little uh, a little standoffish. So in that space, like I said, I just create an open, you know, I always speak, hey, how you doing? Ask about school what's new, what you're interested in, and the things that they are interested in, um, I would support that. Um, for instance, one of my boyfriend's daughters is she loves to draw. So mm -hmm. just, you know, out of just anything, wasn't on a special occasion, I went and bought her a new uh, tablet and stuff for her drawing and a whole, like, pencil set with different things in it for. So, you know, supporting um, what, you know, what they got going on. So I, I'm always make sure I'm open, always talk, you know, try to crack the little jokes, but I also sit back and just, like I said, let also let them kind of come to me. So mm -hmm. um, situation-wise, where I've noticed, like, the oldest daughter has gotten more comfortable with me. She's the one that's like, you know, she would sit off in the cut and watch everybody going on. She would watch my interaction with her dad, watch my interaction with her little sister, even with my son. So, like, now when I always hug them when I see them, hey, how you doing, you know, now, like, her hug has changed. Instead of that side hug, when I'm like, hey, how you doing? She ain't need the church hug no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the be vicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's a different, um, it's a different environment. I guess she's like, well, hell, we might be stuck with you now because you, you, you're here. You know, you've been here for about a minute. So, it's, it's, it's just that because I know for me as me growing up, I always seen that pushy person that was always trying to overdo mm -hmm. And I'm like, bitch, back up because you're only going to be here for like five minutes anyway. Like, don't, don't be so pushy because then your motive also looks like you're trying too hard. And are you really trying to be oh, you really trying to be cool with us or are you really trying to make it look good because you just really want my daddy and you could really give a you know, care less with that. So mm -hmm. I'm very cautious with that. And even with my son, um, my son be looking at people, hey, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because he's not used to his mama dating. So this is all new to him. So being in that, being in that space, you know, I'll just make sure that we're in a comfortable environment, even, you know, trying to do new stuff that's, you know, still kid friendly and stuff like that, but just still introducing things slowly, you know, like we do stuff with, my boyfriend's family, the holidays and stuff. So that's the thing that's introducing to him because it's all new people being in new space, total different environment. So it's just being, you know, paying attention and being attentive to what's going, you know, what's going on with the kids. Hey, allow them to even express this. And like, yeah, you know, mom, I really like so-and-so house, you know, because it's, 
but their input is also important, you know, as we go. Because sometimes some stuff can get misunderstood, you know, miscommunicated or misunderstood yeah, or misunderstanded. Yeah. So that's always good. Um, I'm gonna take this question because I know we've been getting a lot of comments, and I'm thank thank y'all for everybody that's commenting. Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh, that that kind of hit a little bit. So Sharetta had a question. Pen the question. Panel. I want to read it. Oh, go ahead. No, no, pin it. Pin the question. Oh, pin it. Okay, hold on. Let me do it. All right. So, question. Hold on. Wait. Okay. Okay. So, Loretta asks, "How do you, as a biological parent, handle the situation when it's the step parent that purposely causes strife with your child?" So, Ooh. in that situation, uh, I can't answer from my end, but as a child, I've been in that situation. So. Somebody else can answer that question. <laughs> I'll go first, right? So basically, never handle it in front of the child, first of all. Um, never handle it in front of the child, especially if you know you're not gonna leave, you know, the uh, marriage. Um, now, secondly, it it definitely needs to be addressed, and there's a way that you can let a person know what's not going to be tolerated without blowing the situation up um and the reason why that's important but also have a you know what I'm saying have a conversation with the kid because the, the child definitely wants to feel like they have an advocate on any level you know the, the the child definitely wants to feel like they have a voice um and that's kind of what da and and wilkerson was talking about earlier just not having a voice not being able to express themselves and the impacts of that so we definitely want to you know uh, uh, address the situation and once you feel like it's a comfortable environment if y'all have that table talk to where it's safe for everyone to express themselves i think those table talks are very important as well it just lets everybody know that you can say anything and be safe you know it's you know you're not gonna be whooped or whatever for having your feelings and opinions but definitely let the person know no you know, this child depends on us to love on them. This is the place where the child is supposed to be safe. If if the child does not feel safe and loved in their home because you're intentionally causing strife, okay, so now you and I have more of an issue. And that's what that's how I feel. Anybody else? Um, I'll say for me, one thing that I told all of all of my kids was that um, jealousy doesn't hold an age limit. Mm. And so when you have a, and I, I use the term bonus because I don't like the term step. So I say bonus, bonus child, bonus parent. So when you have a, a bonus parent who is acting a full you know, trying to create drama or issue between a parent and their child. Um, uh, a person can only uh, do what you allow them to do. So at some point, somebody has to be the person to say, okay, this is what we're not going to do. And I'm not going to engage in that. 
um, whomever comes into my life that, that steps into my life and and is a part of my world as a, a boyfriend at, and then a spouse. Um, yeah. I, I don't play those games. I lay that carpet out from day one when it comes to my kids, when it comes to his biological children. Um, I don't do the separation of kids. They in this house, they are our children. These are our kids. And we gonna parent our children how we need to parent our children. Now, if they mama, the daddies wanna come in and have something to say, welcome into our home with our children, because that's how it's gonna go. And if it's one on the outside, I'm gonna I'm have to pull you to the side. We're gonna reel this in. We're gonna have us a little adult powwow. Kids don't have to be involved in that because what you're not gonna do is confuse my child one. And I don't care if that child came out of you, my child, our child, <laughs> not gonna confuse our child and you're not gonna create dysfunction in my home. Um, I think that's what happens sometimes is we let a little bit too much of the outside in and once you let a little too much outside in, it starts to pollute your air, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you gotta make sure that, my mom uses an analogy about relationships and your home. She says, your home is a castle. And if you look at castles in olden times, you know, they had like a wall, there was like a barrier. If you get through that barrier, then you got somebody out there, they're gonna shoot arrows at you, right? If you make it past the arrows, there's a drawbridge, right? But underneath the drawbridge is a moat. There's alligators, there's all type of stuff in there that's gonna eat you up if you fall in the moat, right? But you gotta make it across the drawbridge. But if you make it across the drawbridge and you start to get in the castle, now they got cannons, they shoot fires, all this stuff they're doing but the main thing that they're protecting is the king, the queen, and their seed. So you have to create all those dynamics for your castle. And if you allow a messy person whom I'm gonna call a peasant, right? If you're gonna allow a peasant to get into your castle and wreak havoc on your castle, then the walls of your castle were never reinforced and they weren't strong enough. You didn't have a drawbridge and a moat when nobody on their station manning them arrows and them cannons. And so you allowed that person to walk in free of charge. And so you might as well just rolled out a welcome mat because you can't be mad at that person because you allowed them to come in. Yeah, yeah. Wilkerson? You know, I, I was thinking about this question. I don't have any biological children. Okay. So yet. I, I, I don't have any yet. Thank but, you. But listen, listen. Can it be what is her name? Sharita. Sharetta. Sharetta, sorry. Yeah, um, don't worry, I'll fuck her name up too. Can it be sometime? <laughs> right. Can it be sometime that the biological parent 
doesn't understand the parenting style of, and I hope I'm not um, changing the scope of your question. And and this is from personal experience. What looks like, uh, well, strife is is pretty much straightforward. You know, that's intentional. That's an intentional act. But sometimes, sometimes, what I've experienced was this. My ex-wife swore I didn't like her children. I didn't change and I didn't waver. Um, the tattoo that I spoke of, um, my daughter has, you are your own best advocate. That's what I used to tell her. That's what she got tatted on her forearm. My ex-wife felt like I just didn't like her children. She did not because I was hard on them, but I loved them. I hugged. I, um, if for everything my son did, he, I had that boy doing push-ups or whatever. He, he, he graduated high school. He was MVP on this football team. He, 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 he did a lot of athletic achievement. Um, but the things that I did to discipline them, which seemed to be harsh, really benefited them in the long run. Well, my daughter, she cooks. My son, he cooks. I love to cook. But it was kind of, you know, it was kind of one of those things that I poured into them as, as a punishment. And I know it might be, like I said, it might be off scope of the, of the conversation, but I had some disciplining styles and some um, that were sometimes those things seem like that to the, uh, to the biological parent. They could seem too much, right? They could seem too much to the child. And that can be interpreted as, oh, you don't get along with my children. You don't like my children. You don't this. You don't that. The children are going to naturally complain because it disrupts the balance that they are used to and it disrupts the flow that they um, want. So when that private conversation happens um, with the biological parent, is it really strife that I'm causing or is, are you really looking at it from a one-dimensional perspective because the funny thing is the funny thing is for me my ex-wife called and said you need to call and talk to your son and I told her I said you know what why do you want me to talk to the one that you swore that I hated by the way I parented and it's kind of dangerous sometimes when you don't have any children when a lot of people say well you don't have a child so you don't understand I'm mm-hmm. back to I can stand 10 toes down and say oh, I'm probably going to be a, a different type of parent and just as good, if not better, than you are. Ooh. Mm, okay. Da, mm-hmm. we want to comment on that question. That's facts. Right, right, right. I'm gonna just. Y'all know me. Y'all, I keep it. I keep it. A keep it a buck. Yeah. They gotta go, because if you say you love me, then you should love my child. So if you creating issues with that child then that's telling me you only here for uh for whatever you can get out of me versus us because i get that child is 50 percent me period mm. so if you say i love you that means you love them too so if you creating strife with them you damn sure gonna cre- create strife with me so i think you better leave <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh so I got a question. Yeah, because you smoothed over it, TK, but go ahead. 
No, so I'm going back to that because mm-hmm. in that situation, I like I said, I was that child in that situation where my stepmother caused a lot of strife. Which, yeah. So, um, in the strife, that strife has been going on for 40, 43, 41 years. Um, so it has damaged um, a lot of times the relationship with me and my father, my kids with their grandfather. Um, my relationships with my with her children that she has with my father, um, and even the relationships that with my dad's other children, because she doesn't consider mm. the the kids outside of their marriage as her kids or the grandkids as her grandkids. So when one of my brothers finally had children, she made the comment of, "Ooh, I'm having my first grandchild." Well, typically, if you was operating in your right frame of mind, you would know there is five, six other grandchildren before your first grand, this first grandchild hit. So her stuff caused a lot of issues and still causing. So in that light, I'll say this. I wasn't a child that was in the situation to be able to have somebody that allowed me to sit at the table and say how I felt. When I would do that, it was your, you know, it was dismissed and I couldn't be distant. I couldn't be mad. I couldn't be angry. I, and everything I was told, she would always tell me to get over it. I had to be the bigger person. So her kids could treat me like shit all day long, but I was the one that was supposed to get over it. So um, in those spaces, I didn't have a voice. Um, nobody came to save me. Hey, this is this. And I fell out with some family members because a lot of the family members were aware of the mistreatment and abuse that I was getting for her, but nobody would say anything because they didn't want to cause a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in those spaces, um, that's why I choose to operate definitely totally different because to me, like T baby said, there's no stepkids and my kids it should be all one unit what you do for one you should do for all you don't pay these two cell phone bills but don't pay nobody else cell phone bill because we're supposed to all be a unit we're supposed to be a family blended or not so you don't get to pick oh i'm gonna deal with this one but i ain't dealing with these or i don't you know i don't Mm -hmm. fuck with them like that which is what it boils down to her kids can be at the house his kids are not allowed to be at so it's like when I do go see my dad, is when nobody else is yeah. basically there. It's almost like I'm I'm like I'm the the Negro. I gotta sneak in through the back door, so Mister won't mm. see me. So in those spaces, uh, it's caused a lot of chaos during the years. We don't do holidays together no more, um, and it, it's just not one of those pleasant situations and I hate it because I would prefer to be around my dad but at the same time I have to raise fault with him because like even her son said the relationship between me and her wasn't facilitated correctly because in the beginning she was cool when she started having her own kids that the switch flip and everything in that dynamic changed what was your so, question dear? Yeah, I think yeah, you was about to ask a question, right? Yeah, I had I had a question because I'm 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 listening to everything that everybody's saying, and it's 
it seems like a lot of the responses are coming from after you're in a committed relationship or after marriage. And so my question is, when does the convert one, when does the conversation about kids come up? Two, when do the when do y'all meet the kids? Or when the kids come in? That was gonna be one of my questions. Oh, I'm laughing at Monty Bell's comment. Oh. I just seen it. I just seen I'm it pop up. I'm sorry. Uh, I do that. I do that conversation early on though about kids. Like how many kids do you have? How old are they? Where are they? Um, with my ex-husband, we were like from the beginning. We didn't, it wasn't a hold on me seeing or meeting his children. Um, and then him meeting my oldest daughter. We were probably like two months in and we were doing like family activities, like full on, it's us, the kids, we are chilling. We, we dated for three months before he proposed. Um, he proposed three months after we met and then we got married five, five months after that so he proposed in september we got married in february um and we moved as one family unit from like from jump um with my youngest daughter though uh she's more reserved she's she's really quiet and she is a daddy's girl um so when i have dated i've tried to date um and my youngest daughter has met someone um, that i dated before i went to her dad and said hey um i met somebody i've been dating him below key for x amount of time um I'm, I'm ready for her to meet him. And it, it was it was a weird situation at first because my ex-husband is still in his fill bills about me, even though we're coming up on year eight of divorce. So um, he told me, I trust your judgment. That I trust your judgment. And I wasn't telling him because I wanted to be like, aha, yeah, I met. It wasn't even. She's a daddy's girl, and so I needed for her to know that your your dad knows that this is what's going on, because I told him no matter what, I don't care who you meet, who you date, I'm gonna trust your judgment as her father. I need you to trust my judgment as her mother that I'm not going to put her in harm's way. But we both agree that if your chick do something to our daughter, you just got to leave your house because I'm coming over there to pat, 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 pat. <laughs> and I'm agree <laughs> that 
that if this fool do something to our daughter, both of us is in a pat, 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 pat. Because if he still got air in him, by the time you get here, I'm going to let you have your spin because I'm already light him up. And so I had to have that agreement of like, you know, us as parents, like that's, yeah, that's the main thing. I don't think it's a time limit. I think some people feel like, oh, you got to wait five, six, seven, eight, 12 months for you let them meet your kids. Once we are establishing that we're exclusive and yeah. it's us. I agree. That's part of my life. You got to meet my child. Yeah. It was a little different for me. Well, I guess it was similar. Um, I met my girlfriend and it's funny because so my girlfriend is raising her niece. And I bet I'm saying I guess we had been dating uh four months or so. And so when I met the little girl, you know, she's a sweetheart now, you know, what I'm saying? I love her and she loved me. That's still but anyway, I feel like the that she tried everything she can to push me away. Um and I, I, I don't even know if she did it intentionally. I, I like not just me, but anybody that is gonna particularly um get her out of her comfort zone then she might have had an issue with um so she did a bunch of little things but um i recognized it you know what i'm saying i was able to see through that shield that she had up and i wasn't pushy but i just made sure that she understood i'm gonna be here you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna let your antics run me off you know you're 12 or 12 or 13 years old you, you know um, I've been there. This ain't my first rodeo, you know. So there was times to where I had to take a step back and breathe. But yeah, so okay. Uh, repeat that question, DW, because I know it was two parts to it. Just like basically, when did when did the when did the kids meet? When did y'all meet the kids? That's basically what it is. About four months in for me. Okay, for me it was. Um, Accidentally, <laughs> he met him probably about yeah. a few weeks in, and it was accidentally. Um, because I normally don't do that until at least eh, three, like three, four months. So, um, first one, it was about, um, like I said, accidentally, um, because he came outside while we was outside talking. I was like, okay, and he's looking like, who that my mama talking to? So, he was like, hey, just bring him over. So it was about four months for his kids as well, right? When you met his? Oh no, um, I first met them um, two months after we started dating. Okay, it was the, the Christmas uh, Christmas holidays. That's four months. No, we started dating in October. Oh, I months. thought it was September. Anyway, go ahead. You always say that. So no, so that's when we did, and we do, um, we do, of course, stuff with us, with us, and then we do stuff with the kids too, and. Um, I love that because I, I see with the kids, I sit back and watch and I watch how they watch. And the two older ones, you're you not finna fuck with them. Like they, 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 they on watch. They, they got each other's back. And then they're, they're always, if they're doing something, they're always in eye view where they got a direct one, direct view on baby girl on the youngest. So they be sitting in the cut, like they do their thing, but they looking. And I love that connection that they have with each other. That's great. That's great. Yeah, that's another part of becoming blended, seeing how the kids mesh with each other. Man. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's super important. 
especially yeah. if they're small children. Um, because my two oldest are both girls. They're a little over a year apart. Um, and once they got to those teenage years and had their own separate friends, um, my daughter started to not like my bonus children mm. because of the way that their father was managing me. Oh, wow. So how he was handling me and how he was handling the household, it shifted their dynamic in the house divided. So it was us versus them is how the kids took it. And they all, they all took their own separate post and I have to take accountability for some of that too, because I wasn't good at hiding my hurts. Mm. And when I had hurts from my ex-husband, my oldest daughter saw them because she had been with me the longest. And just like I could tell when there was something wrong with her, she could tell when there was something wrong with me. My daughter heard a lot of conversations and I had a lot of conversations with her as well. And so I played a part in her dislike or her frustration towards him. But then he played his own major role as well. And so what my daughter decided to do was wash my hands with everybody. So she doesn't talk to anyone. But once we divorced, um, I didn't know that once I divorced my ex-husband that I was divorcing my bonus children too. That was probably the hardest thing for me was mm. understanding that when I divorced him, that because there wasn't, I thought that I had built up enough of a relationship that they were always gonna be around me. And that wasn't the case. Um, even though my bonus daughter still sees me as mom, and I just saw her not too long ago and she came in my house and hugged me and broke down and cried. I cried, she was crying, I hadn't seen her. Um, it, I, I, I never saw that happening. I just thought he and I'll go our separate ways and I'm still gonna have my kids. And that was probably one of the hardest parts of the divorce was that portion of it yeah. and having to take that level of, you know, that ownership because I initiated the divorce. So that's a tough question right there, honey. Um, oh, it's yeah, it's I, two questions that we got in the comments. Um, who else did you get to answer the last question? DA Wilkerson. Oh, Wilkerson, yeah. There go T baby. You had to throw me in, under the bus on that. I was gonna slide by that. <laughs> Thank you, T baby. 
Lord, have mercy. What was the question again? <laughs> what was the it question? Was about, uh, when you bring, how soon do you bring the kids? Was it how soon you bring the kids around? Yeah, how soon do you? Yeah. Oh, oh, see, that question don't pertain to me because I don't have it. See? Yeah, that's exactly. Right. It that's does. How long Ooh. was it before you met the children? Thanks, see, baby. Your children. He trying to slide out of the cop, cop, you know, the question. I ain't letting him slide out. Was that a Greyhound or a Metro? I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that sound like a double-decker. I'm trying to tell you. Um, the, I think it was about three I think it was about three or four months um, after. For me, I'm different. Listen, I, I observe. I want to know. I need to know how you... What I learned from my last situation um, that I didn't know going into this with dating women with children, I'm, I'm okay if you have a time frame, some type of standard in place. I'm okay e even if you haven't navigated it or figured mm -hmm. that out what's good for you. I just need to see what type of parent you are and what type of mother you are. Yeah. And then I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to just say this. Yeah. I paid attention to a lot. I've learned a lot. I, I need to see that. So that is important on, on that, how you moving with that. Yeah. So this question here, it kind of rings with the same question, um, the same question, TNT Nation. Um, you know, what happens if the kids don't miss, if the bonus child don't like your biological child? Um, it's the same question, just worded different. And honestly, that is a, I've been sitting here thinking about that. Shit, fight club. Like, that's tough, man, because, like, obviously, you, you love the mother and y'all are planning the future together. But the kids don't mention that and uh, mention that reminds me of a conversation that we had about the one little girl um feeding, uh -huh. feeding the other girl something that she was allergic to on purpose. Uh -huh. Like I, that I don't know. I honestly yeah. and you know it's not often when I don't have a response. Can I do <laughs> something? I'm saying that w, the, yeah, go ahead. Uh -oh. Fight card. Listen, mm -hmm. I, I kind of agree with that fight card, but listen, check this out. <laughs> Check this out. First of all, children, we are to pour into children to prepare them to do life on their own. Y'all going to get along so y'all can get the hell up out of here so I can get with your mama <laughs> like I want to when y'all up out of here. But I need y'all up out of here properly. If you let us do what we got to do, I can build some generational wealth. Y'all going to be trust fund children. Yeah, I'm going to need you to pay attention to what I got to do. You ain't got to like her. You ain't got to like him, vice versa, whatever it is. But y'all going to do what the hell I tell y'all to do and get your ass out my house at the proper time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like, 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 honestly, that question, I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, we, we, it's good to let the children have opinions. This is, this is just me talking. Right. Just me talking. It's good to have, let the children have opinions. Give a position where they come from. But to me, this is a great opportunity to teach conflict resolution that they're not only going to need to navigate the world, but they're going to need to navigate healthy relationships that you're trying to teach and model for your children. So I, I may not agree with everything that you say or may not have something about you. But at the end of the day, we need to be like some of the counterpart 
um, that we got to deal with out here in the world because they can come together and run Fortune 500 companies that cannot stand each other personally, but they successfully run these businesses and keep taking the money. We keep going to them willingly, giving them our money, Thanks. and they doing with it. So that's a good opportunity to teach them how to navigate life with opposition that they are not comfortable with but they have a common goal and that is to live in this house and get along and have mutual respect for one another that's all i'm asking you for yeah they ain't gotta be best friends but don't be feeding them something that you know they're allergic to man i'm saying don't be trying to kill nobody yeah you can't be enemies i put when when my my two girls the two older ones when they were beefing, <laughs> I put them in the same room. Oh, now y'all share a room. Agree. So you, oh, so you agree with? Okay. Oh yeah, I put them in the same room. Y'all in the yeah. same room. Y'all gonna sleep in the same room. Y'all share space. Um, y'all make sure y'all room is clean. All of that. Like I, I'm, I. I did things that made them have to be around each other. Because what you're not going to do is throw the energy off in the house. And everybody walking around looking weird because y'all got attitudes. Like, I didn't care. And not too, not too long ago, um, my oldest was living in L.A. So she talks to her, her sister. She's in North Carolina. You know, fly out here to L.A. We going to kick it and hang out. I said, we'll see how long this going to last. One flew out. They got into it. They they beef it in L.A. <laughs> I'm still in California. It's about a five hour drive for me. So one call. Yeah, I'm bad. They arguing. They mad. I said, okay, I'll be there. Got in my car, ex-husband's in the car, got our little one with us. I drive up there. When it's walking around, I said, if you don't get your ass over here to this car, this is not what we doing. I said, I don't know who you're raising your voice to. And my mom, everybody can get it. I will line both of y'all up and we can go blow for blow in this parking lot today because this is not what we doing. I cussed both of them out smooth in a parking lot in LA right off of Crenshaw. Cussed them both out and said, now both of y'all gonna get in the car cause we gonna go have lunch and y'all better smile and act like y'all love each other in front of your little sister. And we went and had lunch and oh my gosh, they were the best of sisters there. <laughs> yes, because y'all not going, you guys are her example. So if that's how you're going to conduct yourself, it's for the parents to say, fix your face. Right? My mom would have told me, fix your, you want to sit up here and have attitude. I'll give you a reason to have attitude. That's how my mom went. So my attitude was like, fix your face. Like you don't have that option. So when parents don't lay out the ground rules, this is how it goes in our house. This is what we're doing. The kids will run amok 
They will do whatever. And then you have little people controlling your house and controlling your environment who really don't even know what it takes to control the environment, but they just know that they can pull these little strings. So sometimes you got to cut the strings and look at them and smile and remind them whose house they're in <laughs> and they got to get along. That's it. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. That was a great question. Right. I don't know. I, I haven't uh, thought that far ahead because, right. right. I mean, from the general, um, they, they all kind of hit it off in some kind of way. So we haven't had that issue. And they be, they be cool to the point to where it's like they be in their own circle. And when somebody else come outside, like that's family related, they come in, they be like, uh-huh. Like we was over here minding our business, and here you come, and they both kind of you you catch the older ones giving each other the eye the eye like, oh, why are you over here? Why are they talking to us? Like they be in their own little world, and they vibe and they cool, and they can sit there and just they good because they're they're closest. They're thirteen and eleven, so they be in they like oh, yeah. said, they be in their own little group. So and chill, but when somebody else come in, they do they start looking at them like what. Yeah, let's go away, go that way. <laughs> you know, so you know, we, we I, I haven't had to deal with that. And thank you, Jesus. I haven't, but I haven't thought that far on if they don't mesh. Yeah, and that's probably because nobody cared about if me and my siblings meshed. So, <laughs> there we go. I do to the prayer about that and let that go, no, or go that or, go. or take money bills advice. <laughs> You know, money must go. Money gonna have to have bail money. Uh, so yeah, but no, I'm 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 good with that. You know, I made my peace with that a, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, so I won't go to jail. So I'm I'm good with it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have anything else. I don't know if y'all have any more questions or comments. I got one more question. So okay. as we talk about blended families, you know, most some of us have had that. So in for those that have had step parents, how many step parents have you had, and how many good step parents out of those did you have? I have one bonus dad, and him and my mom have been married since two thousand. Um, he is going to be ninety-two in October, and. I, I I couldn't have picked a better bonus dad. Um, him and my mom met and they dated for two weeks before he proposed to my mom. Wow. Um, and then they got married like a month and a half after he proposed. And they've been married next month will be 24 years. Good. They actually have been married longer than my parents were married. And so um, he's he's been a good a good bonus dad. He's he has shown us for me and my sister um, what it looked like to just come in and love your wife. You know, my mom doesn't like to drive, so 
He would drop her off at work every day. Um, he's a disabled vet. So he would drop her off at work. He would go to on her lunch break, go back up there, her lunch break, take her out to lunch and then go back and pick her up after work. And he was just like her personal chauffeur, <laughs> wherever she wanted to go. You know, they've gone on trips and cruises and this and that. And so seeing their story of how they connected and how long they've been married, that's what has given me the hope that I have and actually finding someone, finding that person because it's it's a rarity. Sometimes people's second marriages, they get married and they divorced again, you know, the last a couple of years and divorced again, marry somebody else. So to be able to see them on the second one and his first wife uh, passed away. Um, and so just to see that um, gave me hope. So he my only, and I'm hoping that, you know, something happened to him my mama, because I, I ain't welcoming nobody else in. We we gonna thug it out. <laughs> well, for me, my um my grandparents are would be in that position for me, and they still together. Um, but let me tell you something interesting about this. Um. The woman that I call my grandmother that raised me was my grandfather is actually not biologically related to me at all. And she has no children either. Um, so this is very different. So I, I grew up in a, in a very interesting dynamic. I'm not going to put all my grandfather's business out there today, but, um, yeah. So that, that part, she's not my biological grandmother. And she's not even my legal grandmother by marriage. So I'll put it to you like that. However, that's my grandmother and my mother at the same time. And I would do more than just knock all this shit off the table and hey, y'all want to get started. I'm just going to tell you that now. But um, <laughs> I don't play about that one at all. And my grandfather. <laughs> so, and they're still together. They've done cruises, they've done, um, they, they go everywhere together. They, they've been through the ups and the downs, even through um, infidelity on my grandfather's part. And um, that, that's a real, that's a real different type of situation to see. And they will be, she will be 80 this year and he's 79 this year. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. I love that. That's what's up. Yeah. D.A.? Boy, you know my story. All right, shit. I, I may know, but don't nobody else know. So. Yeah, the, only, the, the only thing, I had one step. I don't even call him step anything. I don't even acknowledge that motherfucker. Well, God, well, God rest his soul, but I hope he burning in hell. Um, <laughs> Yeah, on, on the best thing he did was give me my sister. Outside of that, nah. Well, I'm, I'm um, 
I stopped counting. I don't even know how many times my mother has been married. I stopped counting after about four. Um, but there was this one, um, and, you know, he passed away, but he was awesome. He taught me a lot of uh, just life skills, you know. Um, he just talked to me about, you know, being, you know, just being a man. Uh, once my mom married him, I think I was about 22, 23 years old, so I was already an adult. I thought I had it figured out, but I really didn't have a clue. Um, but, yeah. Um, so there was this one, um, Clarence Perkins, that's his name. And he made the most positive impact on my life. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, for me, <laughs> I've had, I have had six step parents. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. When you said four, I was like, damn, we, 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 man, we be so close. That's why, that's, that's why I've been stuck with alone god um but yeah i've had six um my mom has been married uh six times um and i promise she must go to the pit of bones to find the people that she didn't marry because these motherfuckers have been some doozies i'm like who you just keep getting worse and you look looking for number seven please stop obviously marriage is not for you um but out of that she had one that i could say he was decent um, he never mistreated us. Um, he would talk and have a conversation and everything with us. So he wasn't a, a bad guy. Um, my dad is, of course, he was only married. He's been married twice to my mother and then the person he has now. And like I said, if I used to, growing up, I used to call her Evil Knievel. Growing up, that, that was definitely the, the wicked stepmother. And uh, man, like, Baby, the shit that she would do, including using my brothers to do stuff to me if she couldn't physically put her hands on me. So when I say they, man, I had some shitty, some shitty, some homosexual type ass step parents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hell no. So they're definitely my blueprint of what not to be. Yeah. So on that note, yeah. On that note, we're gonna close out. Um, so uh let's see who who you want to end out with, uh D. Um, well just tell us where we could uh find you at what you got going on. We'll start with you, Wilkerson. What you got going on, man? Where can we find you? You know, tell us a little bit about yourself. You always catch me at the right, wrong time. But anyway, <laughs> I do it that's when he takes a long time to respond. I'd be great. Golly. All right. I, can y'all hear me? I am in my vehicle at this point. You can catch me on TikTok under Wilkerson Shenanigans. Uh, Tuesdays, Topic Tuesdays, Topic Tuesdays, I host something called Kitchen Conversations. Yes. And I'm doing Topic Tuesdays. Usually, I'm cooking or I'll have a guest chef on cooking while we're discussing uh, whatever that topic is. Um, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm going to work on giving out recipes at the same time because I'm also a pamper chef consultant uh, yes. as well. Um, if you want to purchase anything from pamper chef from me, my... Uh, consultant name is Andre E. Wilkerson. Um, you can simply type that in 
to on the Pamper Chef website is under the search for consultant and you can find my website there and do your purchases or just find me over at Wilkinson Shenanigans on TikTok um, and go into my website from the LinkedIn in my bio. Um, there's many more things to come from me um, doing that. But right now I'm just doing those on Tuesdays. Right now I'm trying to do every Tuesdays. Um, I do put out posts when I, to confirm yes. when I'm actually doing those. So if I, if you don't see a post, probably not doing something. I probably I may just be in there kicking it, chilling, or um, doing the other stuff that TikTok have you doing. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. where you can find me. T Baby, my favorite live host. One of my favorite live hosts. Tell us about you. Where can we find you? What you got going on? So I don't do any other social media other than TikTok. So you can find me on TikTok at T Baby with four Y's zero eight two one. Um, you know, I get into some regular regular type of shenanigans all the time. That's a word. I'm going to put it in Wikipedia and, um, you know, for shenanigans. So I'm a routine shenanigator. And if you're looking for any type of, uh, you know, wild shenanigans, um, I'm your girl, but I want to close out and say this real quick when it comes to blending families, um, before you bring your children into any situation, sit on it and pray about it. Mm. Um, because sometimes for us as parents, um, we may really, really like a person. That person may not really, really like our kids. Um, and so you'll hear a lot of people that'll tell you, you know, don't put your, don't put no, your kids before your man. You got to follow the order. Sometimes kids have an innate sense about a person, especially them little ones. Um, and if you notice that your little one is shying away or really is disturbed by the presence of that person that you're bringing around them, your baby just might be trying to tell you something. Um, and so sometimes we can get caught up in the quest and the search for love that we forget our babies. Um, they are an equal part of your household in, in a sense of they matter. And don't forget to remind them that they matter and don't allow them to get caught up in the shuffle. And take a lesson from me in the hurts and the disagreements that you have within a relationship. You may have an older child and sometimes it seems like, well, that's my, that's my ride or die, that's my child. And you have these conversations, um, they're still your child. And where your best friend may forget what you said and be like, oh, y'all cute, food up, vacation. Your child is gonna be looking at that person like you raggedy son of a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Forever because they are going to defend their parents. So be mindful in what we allow our children to see. It's good for them to see healthy conflict and healthy resolve, healthy disagreements. 
But if you know that you and your significant other have a tendency to not fight fair, uh, don't allow your children to see that level of dysfunction because you're hurting them more than you're helping. And that's my quote. I agree. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, DJ, Uncle Life. Um, I'm big on communication, first of all, and love and respect, you know, love and respect. That's how I operate. That's my motto. That's most of the time when I go live, I'm talking about love, respect, or communication um, in my lives. That's how I operate. And, you know, hit me up on any social platform under DJ Enclave, on DJ underscore Enclave. That's it. I thought your boy was going to jump in. He know he next. DA. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, DA, y'all can find me in these streets. Um, I don't rock with social media like that, but I do have a TikTok. It's DA something or other at, uh, <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, it's something shit. I don't know. Hold on. Let me tell you. Hold on. DA at uh, TK's Coabs. Yeah, that's it. That's, the, that's, it. Yeah. that's yeah. the same thing on uh on Instagram. C-O-A-B-S. I don't think I got Facebook. I don't like I don't I don't do stuff. I'm gonna start though. I'm I've been I'm gonna start. You've been saying I'm, that for two I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> You've been saying that for two years. Yeah, hey, shit, you lucky I got a goddamn TikTok. Hey, <laughs> yeah, well, gotta start talk. somewhere. Yeah. That's that and same that's that Facebook same Facebook. double decker that that T Baby sent the run. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Bro, we might as well go ahead and follow each other. For real, for real. Yeah. Now start our own bus company. I'm like, for real. Tell you, <laughs> now, when it comes to this, man, just 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 understand what you're getting into. Understand what is involved. Understand because it seems like recently relationships is like a, a fad. It's like a flex. Now, oh, I got a new man. I got a new chick. Da, 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 and she got kids and all that stuff, but. You don't you don't know the impact of that on them children on them children like the um old people you say on them churn. Churn. So be aware of what you're doing and uh some I'm the firm believer of a man or woman gonna come and go but your child is gonna be there forever. They gonna be the ones that's gonna be wiping your ass when you drooling on yourself. So that's just how I think. That's it. That's all I got. Yep. All right. Well, um, I I'm think hungry. You, Let's go. you always hungry. You probably got a big old uh thing of cookies sitting right there by you. I had that earlier. God, but yet you're still hungry. Ah, so I want to thank our guests for coming on tonight, T Baby and Wilkinson. I greatly appreciate you for coming on tonight, and y'all definitely are welcome to come back. Anytime we got some stuff serious, cool business. We got some stuff already lined up. This yeah, just just let me know. I I can see I can see coming over here. Cool. We have to talk about that pamper chef thing next time, bro. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, we can talk about it now. I I mean, whenever. But um, yeah, I I definitely. Do I need to say my word, Wilkerson? 
<laughs> Lord no. have mercy. Let me just go ahead and say, can I close this thing out? Because T-Baby is triggered because she just triggered, period. Because when you talk about me and cooking and the stuff that I done show everybody that I can make, and then we had one person that actually got to taste some of the food that I made. <laughs> and blabbered so basically, you're saying cookbook, huh? Oh, no. Know. He made somebody else a cheesecake. Ooh. A big old cheesecake. And she mm. ate it on a live and oh. told us how amazing it was. And I'm still waiting I'm my camera off for, my for my camera. pie. <laughs> Listen, wait for as, my cake. As, as we get ready to wrap up this show, one thing I want to tell you is this. Could you I like cake. In the earth where God has placed in you to produce in the earth. And when you do, you will be effectively, infectiously, continuously contagious to all that you come in contact with, even if you see someone else doing it. Remember, there's no one that can do it like you can because there's only one of you. Y'all have a great mm -hmm. Nobody oh. can make me a cake. <laughs> a cheesecake. Uh, where, where, where are you located? I'm in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Not far oh, from Georgia. Oh. Say that again. I, I just said damn because I, I was. He said you're right up the street. I was trying oh, to get yeah. in where I fit in too. Why you playing? <laughs> he said right. right. I'm gonna start tuning in. We, chat, we, chat, we, chat. I was like, we have to talk about this online. Yeah, can we finish this? This the second time. I'm gonna have to make. I'm gonna have to make everybody <laughs> cheesecake at this point. But yeah. I, I, I got y'all though for real. No joke. <laughs> so definitely thank you. Um, of course, you know, it is not easy out here in these dating blending streets, and mm -mm. nobody wants to make a mistake that could be detrimental to themselves or their children. Um, and it is so it's hard navigating these streets, but we have to navigate the best way best way that we can, because of course, a great blended family can be a great blessing and a definite yeah. example that it can work um, if the work is done. And I think a lot of times people forget that relationships of all kinds are work. Sometimes you got to work a little hard and, and break a little sweat, but it is definitely work. Um, so um, definitely, um, like I said, thank you to everybody tonight, everybody in the, in the comments. Y'all was awesome. And we greatly appreciate y'all for y'all support. Um, Yes, don't send them them hearts, them hearts. Um, next week, what's our topic for next week? Is it's grief part two next week with uh Larnica? Is that and like I said, our first one was banana. Oh, coming back. Oh, shit. yeah, Larnica's back, so she will be back talking for uh on the episode of grief part two. Which, yeah, y'all requested her to come back because the first one was so fire. Um, great information and it fit definitely with the holiday season um that was approaching and some people had just taken some losses so it was on point so we are coming back with part two next friday i think i'm gonna sit this one out because i don't want to be crying <laughs> man the cry is good it's good to cry. It's good. And I'm gonna make sure she tell you that too. So we yeah, stay tuned. So definitely like, share, subscribe, follow us. Um, of course, you know, y'all can catch me on um everything, TikTok, Facebook, hush for you said something. Uh and uh what's the other Instagram? So I'm on all those. I have multiple pages either between TK. 
uh, yeah, that one, TK, Double Dose of TK, um, because I have the other podcast that I do on Wednesdays. Uh, Monday, I will be on the podcast with uh, one of our great supporters. He was in the comments earlier with uh, Quincy on Q show. So I will be on there on Monday. At what time? Um, his show is at 7 Central, if I mistake. Stay with me. I got you. I will. So, yeah, we're going to definitely, that's one thing I like to do with my family that comes on to support me. I like to support them as well. And he's been a supporter since day one. And he had met him in person uh, last year, him and his wife. Very cool, dude. Very, very down to earth, very helpful. I love him to death. That's, that's my podcast family right there. So uh, definitely tune into that. And I will share the links and stuff on my multiple pages on Facebook. Uh, but again, thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all be safe. We will be back next week. And again, thank you to our guests. Bye bye. Thank you. Yeah. What's up with it? Do it because I love it and I stuck with it. We ain't with the subbing in the car with it. Please, none of the talks. I heard enough of it. Like, what you gonna do? Where you at? Yo. Hey, I think we should have old boy do the um do a commercial though. Just a voiceover for a commercial. Man. Mm-hmm. Let's just figure out what we want said and then we'll go from yeah. there.